Listener supported. WNYC Studios. This is Every Voice with Terrence McKnight. It's a new podcast from WQXR that interrogates the culture of our classical music scene. And we look at ways to make it beautiful for all of us. In this series, we're looking at representations of Blackness in opera. And in this episode, we're talking about Mozart's opera, The Abduction from the Seraglio. The Abduction. Abduction. Uh, abduction. 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 Abduction from, from the, the Seraglio. Seraglio. Every one of Mozart's operas is uh, liberatory. And I think for a long time, Mozart just couldn't get what he wanted to see on stage. Theater and opera director Peter Sellers. I mean, there's beautiful music in it, abduction. But it's extremely awkward as a piece. And I've never done it because I just can't go in there. And Mozart, he's aware of the times in which he lived in. Bass, Kevin Maynard. And he projects uh, what we just might uh, need or encounter in years to come. The abduction from the Seraglio was first heard in Vienna in 1782. Emperor Joseph II commissioned the opera from Mozart. They were both interested in operas being sung in their native tongue. Joseph had recently come to power in Austria. Mozart came to the capital city to work as a freelancer. That's how badly he wanted to do his own thing and tell his own stories. So he showed up in Vienna with an incomplete opera about a slave revolt. But that opera wasn't staged during Mozart's lifetime. I'm not sure why he wasn't encouraged to finish that story. But I can tell you this. It's the same thing I've been saying through many of these episodes. When art and politics don't match, something's got to give. And traditionally, it's the art. It's not always pretty, but we're trying to make it beautiful for all of us. through 19th centuries, when opera didn't meet the politics and the social order of the day, most likely it wasn't going to meet the public. So here's the thing with Seraglio. Joseph II, Emperor Joseph, was known as a liberal. He abolished aspects of serfdom. He ushered in religious freedoms and opportunity. He talked about equality. He admired the democratic ideas espoused by the newly formed America and his approach to governance embraced the Enlightenment. But freedom didn't apply to every human. And those same restrictions are present in the opera that he paid Mozart to write. In Mozart's opera, you have two European women, one man, who've been captured. They were sold into Pasha Salim's harem. 
Salim is Turkish, and he owns a few slaves. One is a nameless black man who is mute. The other is Asmin, who appears to be of African descent. Listen to how Pasha talks about Asmin. And as you're listening, think about some of the things you read or heard about. How black people have been viewed and treated for centuries. One of my favorite pastimes is to see somebody get lashed and and flogged and and uh, you know I think with with especially with Osmin you know he's he's a he's a strong guy so it's it's fun to see how much I can you know how much you can whip him until he he actually cries out. That's the stage. This is real life. New York Times, March 28, 1921. Negro was whipped and left almost dead upon the ground by a white man, it is charged. The Negro had disputed the word of the man's bookkeeper in his sawmill. The Negro has disappeared. Back to the stage. He's been lashed many times. Uh, I sometimes do it for fun, for, uh, I don't know, looking at me funny or dropping my meals when he brings them to me or... If he's late coming in with one of my wives when I've asked him to arrive. Pasha Salim riffing from the opera. This comes from real life. Chattanooga News, 1902. Advices just received from a country neighborhood in Amit County state that an old Negro was whipped nearly to death. Two or three nights since by the Night Riders for refusing to obey the order to leave the county. Amit County? That's where my parents grew up. It's where my grandfather's grandparents were emancipated in 1863. They were in Amit County when that happened. They probably knew that man. County ain't but so big. We're looking at representations of blackness in opera in this series. These operas aren't museum pieces. They're being performed somewhere in the world right now, which means the stereotypes, the attitudes from that time are being reinforced in modern productions unless the directors make adjustments. In 1782, there was a lot of human trafficking going on around the world. And Vienna, the seat of the Holy Roman Emperor, saw some of that traffic. In Mozart's opera, Asmin, the powerful but powerless eunuch, oh, he's treated as less than human. He's surrounded by Pasha's women, but Asmin is expected to be void of feelings and the basic desire for love or affection. Listen to this double standard. I needed somebody who was a, a large person to keep away the other uh, people who might be, you know, trying to invade my wives. This is Pasha. Uh, when I need one of them or two of them or three of them, he brings them to me. You know, he's a, he's a loyal servant and uh, he just needs to, uh, to stay away from the women, though. He has a little a weak spot for women. You hear that? That double standard? Asmin, perhaps three-fifths of a man, not supposed to want love or affection, while Pasha, well, you heard him. 
his being in power makes allowances for his humanity or lack thereof. There's something different about him than from the other people there. This is Constanza, Pasha's prisoner, talking about the man who's trying to bring her into the fold of his harem. There is a different level of respect and of honoring people. He doesn't seem deep down to be in some ways made of the same cloth as someone like Osmin or some of the other men. I've never met a woman like Costanza. This is Pasha. I've never had somebody stand up to me to be resistant to my gifts, to my love, to my advances. She's brave. I've never seen a female do this before. And it's frustrating, but yet so enticing and so attractive. A powerful woman. It's amazing. I believe he wants to be kind, but he can pull the power card if he needs to. I try not to interact with Osmin, to be honest. Um, I find him terrifying, and I don't know how Blonde is able to put up with him, but she's very strong and somehow she's able to manage him, but I'm really grateful that that, that is not who I'm having to deal with. He's so boorish and so insolent that it's quite humorous, to be honest. This is Blonda, the English woman, talking about Osmin. Of course, he is definitely trying to do. Every minute he's trying to seduce or, or come on to me. That's the stage. This is real life. The Index Journal, November 1919. Enraged at an insult alleged to have been made upon a young white woman of Columbia County yesterday, a party of men last night lynched a Negro named Sam Mosley about 10 miles south of this place. Nothing was known of the lynching until passers-by noticed the body hanging to a tree by the road. It's sometimes difficult to hear the distinction between the stage and the real world. Sometimes art imitates life, and sometimes it provides us with a roadmap as to how life can be or should be how people are to be managed and understood. And the opera Blonda says to Osmin, one word from me and you'll have 50 of the best on the soles of your feet. If Osmin goes too far, all I have to do is to tell my lady Constanza and she will talk to Portia who will then set him straight. One word, one word. What's that one word coming from Blonda that would set Osmin straight? Hmm. Fire? Fire! Maybe it's fire. Nah, that's not it. Help! 
help. Ah. This is Every Voice with Terrence McKnight. We'll take a brief pause and come back and talk about a term called bastinado. Much more to come. This is bizarre. This is really bizarre. More, 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 more. I'm Jennifer Welch-Babbage, and you're listening to Every Voice with Terrence McKnight. Movies, music, celebrities making bad choices. Crooked Media's weekly podcast, Keep It, has it all. Each week, culture experts Ira Madison III and Louis Vertel unpack the latest controversies, praise character actress appreciation, and share all the gossip in a week. Expect bold and unique queer commentary, award show grievances, and iconic guests like Billy Porter, Michelle Yeoh, Ariana DeBose, and Cheryl Lee Ralph. New episodes of Keep It drop every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. This is Every Voice with me, Terrence McKnight. That term bastinado, it's used in Mozart's opera. It's a form of punishment or torture that involves caning the soles of a person's feet. Extremely painful because of the mass of nerve endings in the soles. Asmin threatens the European men with that form of torture, but he didn't do it. Can you imagine a black slave beating a white man on a Viennese stage in 1782? No, you can't. Wasn't gonna happen. Even though these men were prisoners and they were trying to escape, that wasn't gonna happen. So Osmin had no real authority over them. Color and culture mattered then and it matters now. And at the end of this opera, Pasha went above and beyond and declared freedom for all. All the Europeans, that is, even for Constanza, the one he loved and the one who lied to him. Yes, I was fooled, but in the process, I learned a valuable lesson about being a human being. And I loved Constanza so much that uh, I was willing to sacrifice and let her go and be happy over my own desire to be with her. The women were privileged. They come along and they have more privileges than I had as a man who gave good service. And they they were um, on the verge of um, leaving and they, they lorded it over me. And so I was angry that my, my position was, was being, well, not threatened, but it was uh, made smaller because um, they had more status than I had. He's not quite bright. I think he's an idiot, actually, but uh, he's loyal and um, he's big on the outside, but uh, he's an idiot. 
All that said, uh, yes, I was tricked. Yes, I was fooled. But in the process, I learned a valuable lesson about being a human being. Forgiveness is what she taught me. Love is what she taught me. Empathy is what she taught me. Pasha's epiphany had no bearing on Osmin's fate. His authority over Osmin, it was consistent with the real-world business at hand, in which Emperor Joseph II and men like Frederick Romberg, George Dixon, Heinrich Zimmermann, and many others in Belgium were involved in the sort of international trade that certainly didn't consider all human beings equal or completely human. We're still working on that ideal state of equality. Don't turn a blind eye to inequity. See something, do something. Thanks to the singers who joined us in character for this episode. Jennifer Welch-Babbage joined us as Constanza and Blonda. Did you hear her English accent? She's from New Jersey. Sir Willard White as Asmin and Nathan Stark as Pasha Salim. We couldn't have done it without them. I sometimes wonder how you feel about the direction we take in this podcast. I know it's not always pretty. Honestly, it hurts me as much as it's going to hurt you. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. If not, just ask one of your black friends. This is Every Voice with Terrence McKnight. Many cultures, many voices, one people. Every Voice with Terrence McKnight was written and produced by Terrence McKnight, David Norville, and Tony Phillips. Our research team includes Ariel Elizabeth Davis, Pranati Diwakar, Ian George, and Jazz Ogist. This episode's sound design and engineering was by Alan Gofinski, and our original music is composed by Brother Jeremy Thomas. Music featured in this episode included selections from D. Entfudung Alstom Sorel as performed by the Metropolitan Opera and also Livermore Valley Opera, which featured soprano Alexandra Batsios as Constanza. Our project manager is Natalia Ramirez and our executive producer is Tony Phillips. The executive producer for WQXR Podcast is Elizabeth Nanamaker and Ed Yem is the chief content officer at WQXR. This project is supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts. You can find more information on the web at arts.gov. If you enjoyed this episode, please take time to rate it, rate us, review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. I'm Terrence McKnight. I'll see you next time.